Welcome to Matchup Mashup, where we provide you with a weekly dive into two relevant contenders in the Hearthstone meta. I am Wee Wee Man, and I am joined by my co-host, Private Merc. How are you doing, Private Merc? I am doing swell, Wee Wee Man. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good, too. Uh, I know it hasn't been uh, too long since our last episode. We're trying to get all these card reviews out to everyone, so, so not a whole lot has changed. I'm uh, feeling better. I actually, I like right after we stopped the podcast for uh, part one of the card reveals. I just like I got so I got like feverish, and just like got intensely sick. <laughs> so I uh, am finally just now like kind of getting over it. I'm on antibiotics and all that. So so that's been my week. But uh, but yeah, how how's your week been? It's been good, like, nothing really new happening with work, and then been being a gamer this weekend, because Hannah works a weekend, being a Spider-Man 2 gamer, a Street Fighter 6 gamer, and an Overwatch gamer, uh, but we lost, like, all of our Overwatch games last night, so that was unfortunate. It's alright, you just, you just, you guys will get back down into, like, plat, and then we'll start rolling again. Mm, yeah. And then everyone will just be silent and no one will be hype and trying to win because since our shape and color of our symbol is worse, now the games don't matter. They don't mean anything. Yeah. That's what Overwatch is about. Well, what are the two uh, wow. weekly relevant meta contenders that we're discussing today, Wee Wee Man? Um... <laughs> there there are not any uh meta contenders that we want to discuss at the moment so as as uh as we did in last episode we're we're just going to be talking about some more of the cards that are coming out november 14th and uh giving you guys our take on them um and yeah, they're probably like, like there was for part one. There probably won't be a game today, just because neither of us have really been playing much. I know uh, Private Merc said he was he's been playing some like arenas. Yes, yeah, so I have so Gunslinger Kurchers cool, but... in my arena deck, and I blow up people's hands. And then I'm sure they're probably just like, "Wow, it's incredible." So is that card like pretty effective then? At least in arena. At least in arena, because like... arena like it's most people draft to like mostly minion decks like because that's just like spells it's hard to like there's some spells that are good but it's just arena it's better if you always have a minion to play every turn and can kind of like control the board because you can't really have like a super right, yeah. coherent strategy in a draft format i feel like but i don't know i mean you can if you get lucky but sometimes you just don't get offered the cards so yeah he's right. good. he blows up people's hands and then they get sad Nice. Well, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this uh, this new yes. new meta that's gonna be coming soon. There's a there's a lot of really good cards. It looks like the power level of this set seems pretty high. Um, I don't know if Private Merc agrees with me, but after reviewing 
um, the classes today, I, I was like, why are there so many four and five stars that I'm giving everything? Cause you know, Excavate seems seem pretty. Really Excavate's, good. like, difficult for me to rate, because it's like, the cards themselves are not good, like, but they they excavate, which is good. And then they have, some of them have really good effects, yeah. which we'll talk about, but. For sure. And then they're, they're also adding, like, tons of uh, support for having cards that are just like not or wait i think i'm thinking of paladin which isn't even really getting excavate support paladin has a lot of like yeah paladin's got the highlander stuff in your hand yeah and like the highlander and because uh, every because every class there was one class set is either highlander or excavate yeah oh i was thinking of mage mage is getting excavate but Mage also had a card that was, like, cards that didn't start in your deck or four less, which we'll talk about later, and I saw that, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty good, considering you're trying to discover a bunch in Mage, and you're also going to be excavating, so, like, I feel like there's also some other cards throughout other classes that are going to be reducing um, treasures, and, yeah, they, they I think they did a really good job at giving support to these different uh, mechanics that they're coming out with. So, yes. Today we're looking at, we're going to be looking at Death Knight, Druid, Hunter, Mage, and Paladin. And then that'll leave us with four more classes to go, which is a Rogue, Warrior, Warlock, and Shaman. And then we will have covered all of the cards coming to us on November 14th. Let's go. So, which class do we want to yes. start with today? We, we... <clears throat> um, we could just go top down and start with Death Knight, if you are cool with okay. that. Okay, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. So, the first card we got is a 2-mana two 2-1 two undead rare minion. It's got one unholy and one frost rune. It's called Pile of Bones, and its text is Death Rattle. The next time you excavate, resummon this. What are your thoughts? Hmm. So the way this works is like it just dies, and then it's gone. It's off the board, but then just like whenever the next time you excavate, he'll just he just like pops back up out of existence. It's like that's interesting. It seems like it would be. Like, I don't know what direction Frost is trying to go in, but it seems like it would be, like, I don't know. I don't even know if it would be fine and Unholy. It's just, like, an expensive card. But also, if you're planning on excavating the whole game... He's, like, value. Like, he's not an aggressive card. He's going to keep coming back, but that's probably going to be used to be, like, make trades and, like, make your opponent uncomfy because you have a body. Like, you're not going to be killing people with this. Like, Well, I guess in that sense, it's probably pretty good, then. Because you don't really care if it dies, so the one health doesn't matter, but the two attack is. If it had like rush, it would be poggers. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, I kind of wish it had like a keyword, because like it's not hard to answer anything with one health, especially when it's only got two attack. But you, it is like if you get it out early for the rest of the game, you're just gonna keep getting back bodies, which is just like over time a lot of value. So, yeah, and especially with the corpses too. So probably like three stars, just because like 
I don't know. That's hard. Cause, uh, probably three. I also gave it three probably stars. three stars. Just because it is like, they do always have the opportunity to answer it once you bring it back before you can actually do anything with it. And it's like not that hard to answer. But like over time, like even if you excavate like four times to get to your legendary, like it's bringing them back like four times. And if you've played both or like discovered one through like discover an undead card, like you could even get three of these or something. It's True. definitely like a more value over time. Like when you play this, you don't feel good. You're playing a two mana two one. So I activate, but activate's yeah. gonna be a slower strategy. So, I mean, as the game goes on, like it doesn't scale super nicely. I feel like, like, cause over time, like I don't know. I feel like the t having a minion with two attack that you're like trying to trade into their. Or I don't even know. You can also like, like apply just, just pressure with it. Like you don't even got like if they let it stick, just send two damage face. Or, like, and if you're running on True. Holy Frost, you're running, like, probably some Discover spells and also, like, some buffs, probably for your board. So, our next card is Skeleton Crew. A four mana, three, three undead, rare minion. He's got one Frost Rune, and he's Battlecry Excavate a Treasure. It costs zero. What are your thoughts on this, Wee Wee Man? Let's see. Uh um, so I gave this a four out of five. I thought uh, it's it's a really good enabler for excavate, and uh, I, I mean I think the stats are obviously shit, but I think it's probably worth it to make a treasure zero. And I feel like you would probably not play this uh, just whenever. You'd probably play this when you're, ex you're excavating for your fourth treasure, and then you just get one of those things, and it costs zero. Um, so, so I think it's, I think it's a pretty good guard. I only gave it a four out of five instead of five out of five. Cause like the stats are obviously pretty bad, but, and the rune, um, I feel like, I don't know, like, I guess maybe frost will be, um, the, the, the rune that kind of takes on the excavate stuff more so so uh but we, i just don't know i yet. feel like they're trying to push it as frost and holy because like pile of bones um yeah but the fact that it's only one frost does make it more flexible and also the stats i think like if we compare it to the neutral everyone got the two mana one one battle cry excavate for four mana like three three the stats are like Eh, it gets one one bigger for each mana but the fact that it makes the cost reduction zero like alone on its own like if you wait to save it for your fourth one you're getting your legendary making it this is essentially like because you, you're getting your legendary and making it zero when you would just be paying for for your legendary i'll see it right so it's like in that sense but it's also flexible like if an aggro deck is bodying you and you don't have answers you can play him to get like a cheap treasure like a one or two cost and hopefully uh get like like something that can help you like the taunt or one of the damage or like a heal or something yeah mm. what did what did you get i gave it five stars nice so next up we got crop rotation three mana summon for a rare spell or wait no i just did skeleton crew you did. <laughs> I was just gonna let you do it, but <laughs> so yeah. So crop rotation is a three mana spell. It's uh got one on holy rune. It's rare and it's summon four one one undead with rush that die at the end of your turn. Uh, what did you give this? Um, 
I give this four stars. It's like, it, it's four corpses, and you're gonna, like, be able to get value off of all four of them generally when you, like, play this. It's not like you're sad that they die at end of turn. You're, like, going to be using them all. And it's only three mana. It could be good as, like, a defensive tool in Excavate decks, or even as just not bad at all in Unholy decks. It can set you up, like, give you all the corpses you need, like, for... A grave strength or like it's just any of your corpse payoffs really like corpse farm we'll talk yeah. about this like works really well with corpse farm and it all i feel like i feel like corpses are like the biggest uh the biggest benefit of this card and then it serves like different purposes and different decks because like the fact that you're getting four corpses is cracked and then you're either like getting defensive and like make an excavate and getting like your resca to be way cheaper or you're like yeah gonna like get big value off your unholy cards hmm. for sure i also gave this a three stars. Or i gave it i gave it four. Oh, i thought you said three yeah no i gave it three stars but i wasn't really thinking about the uh corpse potential when i was rating it so i feel like four is a fair rating so next up we got resca the pit boss 20 mana <laughs> undead minion legendary six three uh one frost one unholy rune and it's got rush and its text is cost one less for each minion that died this game death rattle take control of a random enemy minion what are your thoughts on reska the pit boss um so i give this a three out of five um i'm not sure why because I thought I rated this 4 out of 5, but my rating on here says 3 out of 5. Um, but yeah, I, I would uh, I would have given this 4 out of 5, because I think, I think it's a pretty good card overall. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the, the Frost Rune. I feel like this would definitely just be better if it was on Unholy Rune only. Uh, it's really... Er, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I was just saying that just because obviously it's it's just a card that will work very well for um for for when you're you're playing like tons of minions and they're all dying and otherwise it's like i, I you're not going to reduce it very fast because it's literally 20 mana. drop rotation helps a lot too that reduces her by four and whatever you're killing also reduces it wait crop oh yeah yeah, yeah. crop rotation does work really well um, I gave it um, five stars because this is like I mean it's it's in intentionally one frost one unholy because they're telling you to put it in your excavate deck and if you glance your eyeballs upon the tier four death knight excavate treasure then you shall see that it works very yeah. well with Fresco. No, yeah, for sure. Um, and for those listening. The Death Knight uh, legendary treasure is the Azerite Rat, and it's a 4-mana 5-5 five, five elemental beast with Battlecry, Resurrect your highest cost, minion, give it plus 2, plus 2, Reborn, and Lifesteal. And that thing with plus 2, plus 2, Reborn, and Lifesteal is probably nasty. <laughs> um so yeah and you also can like you can control its death rattle pretty well like it's got low enough health that most things will kill it and it's got high enough attack you can probably kill something 
And if they got, like, two minions, and, like, you can, I mean, you can make, there are a lot of situations where you can make it so the effect is not random, and you can, like, clear all except the one that you really want, and then get that one. So, hmm. yeah, I gave it five stars. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably worthy of five stars. Um, I definitely agree with that. Uh, the next card we got is Fistful of Corpses. It's a one mana common spell uh, with one blood rune, one one unholy rune, and it's deal damage to a minion equal to your corpses. So what did you say? Mm, I said the effect's really good. Like, yeah, the effect's good. It'll, it's essentially like, kind of like it's Death Knight's shield slam, basically. And as with shield slam, you're probably going to have enough corpses to kill the thing you want. I'm just, like, don't understand yeah. why they're doing red-green Death Knight. It's this and the other legendary, and it's just, like, there's actually no other red-green cards, to my knowledge. And then, so I guess are we doing, like, two reds and a green, and the two reds are for, so we can run, like, the board clears, like, Blood Boil and Corpse Explosion. But I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, bro. Why can't this just be a red I don't get card? why they this made... This could just be a one red. Like... They made, like, the most... Like, I don't know. I feel like they just need to come out with some triple red cards. Or not even triple red, but just, like, single blood rune cards that are effective and like, giving, like, a triple blood death knight deck, like, an actual game plan, aside from just healing infinite, infinitely and just, like, delaying the game forever. Because, like, and then now they have these blood and unholy rune cards and it's like yeah i guess you could make a deck with that i mean like maybe they just don't want triple blood to be a thing but if that's the case like why would there be it seems like they're pushing for like the all triple decks not to just like exist <laughs> like it's yeah so it's like those cards are just never gonna see play i mean they're all gonna be gone kind of soon the the uh the triple like payoffs i think unless those are just i think actually wait those are all part of like that we've talked about this that's like death knight's corset um yeah i give it three stars because uh, this effect is i mean that's a really good effect i just don't understand why we keep doing weird rune combinations it can just be one like you can just make it red and then be like hey if you guys want to put that i guess they're really trying to like tell players they don't want them playing triple <laughs> anything <laughs> yeah i guess yeah i gave it i gave it a four out of five just because I thought I thought the text was really good too. Like it's super strong single target removal, but I yeah I I bumped it down from five because I don't understand the runes. Checks out, checks out. Next up we got um, corpse farm epic spell one unholy rune. Spend up to eight corpses to summon a random minion of that cost. What are your thoughts, wee wee man? So I gave this a five out of five. Well, I think it's very good support for Unholy. You're going to be killing a bunch of things, and you're not going to have a, a problem of not having enough corpses, I feel like, in an effective Unholy deck. So this is just a three-cost card that could potentially summon you an eight-cost minion, and that's just that just seems really, really good, so yeah. Yeah, I gave it five stars. I also think it's good in Rainbow Death Knight you because rainbow death knight their 10 cost legendary spell gets a random it keeps improving every time you spend one corpse 
and this spends like eight and gig is really good like you're gonna get an eight cost minion so while also buffing your necrotic uh climactic necrotic explosion by like eight so oh yeah i gave it five stars yeah i could too. see that that would be cool if uh rainbow death knight like got good it would also be good Ma the maw and paul card we'll talk about also spends corpses um like you want cards you want cards that you want to spend corpses on for rainbow to work because you want to spend a ton of corpses to make that 10 cost better but like we have to play stuff like that four mana two four that at the end of your turn you spend four corpses to summon a cogville like we're not playing that because we want to like but like I, we actually want to play corpse farm and it does the thing so yeah um so next so next up we have a three mana four three minion named Farmhand. It's a common undead with two unholy runes, and it's battle cry, discover an undead, quick draw, it costs two less. Mm. Three mana four three is like fine. Like it's whatever. I guess if we're unholy we're more aggressive, so we'd rather have it be a four three than a I don't know though, sometimes you wanna buff your board so i guess the stat the stats are good though the battle cry is fine it's kind of like an you play you're playing a uh amalgam of the deep basically like kind of compare it to that um and then quick draw it costs yeah. two less hmm i just feel like if you're playing a really board based deck some games you're gonna really want to like you'll get like at least in my experience with unholy death Knight, you have like a specific plan charted out like, where you're, like, on turn three, I want to play my Rancher, and on turn four, I want to play my Swarm Guard. And then, like, you have some things planned out. And if you just draw Farmhand, and you're like, well, now I either have to play this so I can get the Quick Draw effect, or I hold it and I don't get the Quick Draw effect. So, you know what I mean? It's kind of... Yeah. I, I, I gave I it mean... three stars. I gave it five stars because I feel like it's stats for like an aggro on holy deck. Like I feel like you wouldn't mind playing that on three, and if they clear it, like whatever, you discovered an undead, and probably I don't think you would play this without the quick draw effect. I I don't know. Maybe it deserves more of like four out of five because quick draw makes things tricky because it's not like you know it's not like you can just have this in your mulligan or. Um, I just feel like... Or even, like, draw it turn two and then be able to play it. Like, you you have to get it at the right time. So it's not even like you're going to be getting that quick draw effect very often. So I don't I know. I just feel like I don't see a world where as long as Rancher is still standard, like, I never want to play this on turn three when Rancher is standard. <laughs> like, I don't... Yeah, and that checks out. That checks out for sure. But, like, I guess later in... Like, if you draw this later, like, on turn, like, six or seven, then it's really good because you can probably set it up in a way that you get a really useful on dead that you can also play because you get it reduced so I, I you don't want to be playing this early though it'll disrupt like your early game plan you have if you just draw this and you're like well i don't like i guess i gotta miss out on the quick draw effect because i'm not gonna not yeah. play like my other stuff and just play it a, amalgam of the deep right now so i feel like a lot i don't know i feel like all quick draw cards should have had tradable it definitely makes like, them way better some tradable, if they have but... tradable i just don't think they wanted to like yeah. they probably didn't want to associate those two keywords and be like oh 
all quick draw cards have tradable, but not all tradable cards have quick draw. I don't know. Just like they probably just didn't want to yeah. like they want this to be its own mechanic. They don't want to have to feel like it relies on another mechanic. But I do like the. I mean, it makes the quick draw cards way better when they have tradable. It just makes it hard to justify putting certain quick draw cards into your deck because it's you can't ever rely on like the quick draw effect like it's like a bonus so it's like i feel like to have a quick draw card in your deck that doesn't have tradable i feel like you have to like its base effect and i mean we ran amalgam of the deep and this doesn't require you to have another thing on the board and you're going from a two mana two three to a three mana four three like it's probably good enough but we I, we also cut amalgam of the deep so i don't know yeah that's why i gave it three stars three stars haha <laughs> um next up we got Maul and Paul from that painting, the gothic painting. What's that one called? Ameri- is it just like American Gothic? Yeah, American Gothic, God, that's what that is. Um, <laughs> four mana legendary undead minion. It's a 1-8. That's, that's a chonky, a chonky stat line. One blood, one unholy <laughs> rune. At the end of your turn, gain five corpses. At the start of your turn, spend five corpses to give your hero plus five health. Uh, this is also good in Rainbow because it's been corpses. Um, Wee Wee Man, what are your thoughts on Maw and um, Paul? So, I gave Maw and Paul four out of five stars. Um, I think this is a very solid card. I think it's going to be annoying to see because uh, of the eight health. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be annoying like you're gonna you're going to want to clear that but it's gonna make it's gonna make it awkward to clear because it has so much health so um so yeah that that's my thoughts on it i just think it's gonna be an annoying card to play against so it's probably gonna be good i feel like we really only run this in rainbow there's like not really a red green deck right now so i don't know if you secure board early it's good if they have like any board and you play this even if it has eight life like it's probably gonna die or if not die like you're not gonna get like even if they have like one or two minions they probably have a spell or a way to do something so you kind of have to have board when you play this and even if you have board when you play this lots of classes still have like cheap single target removal like reverberations hero power or like stuff like that right what did what did you give it uh three stars if you said three stars that's fair um uh and we have reap what you sow which is a three mana common spell deal three damage excavate a treasure and it's got one frost rune uh three mana deal three damage is not great you want like two mana three deal three damage that's like the 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 standard and then so we're paying another mana to make the bonus excavate hmm i think it's fine because i think when last time we talked we were like i feel like an excavating is worth like more than just one mana just kind of like what this card is saying it's only got the one frost so you don't have to you could do it in triple frost yeah, I said three stars. I think it's I think it's good. It's like not. Yeah, it's good. I think. I also gave it three stars. Um, I feel like 
I feel like it wouldn't be that crazy for it to cost two mana. Like I think it'll I think it'll still be run and whatever excavate unholy frost whatever uh maybe rainbow deck that we're we're trying to build here like i think it'll be ran just because it's got the excavate on it and it also deals three damage it's it's good also that it can go to any target so. i feel like i feel like it's cause pretty fair like some of the other excavate cards are like not like there's a two mana mage one that literally is excavate and freeze like then that's i don't know that's like pretty that's yeah pretty that one's questionable so i feel like three for three is fine because like that would be way better than that at two mana you know what i'm saying oh yeah so i don't know we'll see i mean you're, they're gonna run it like if you're gonna run it because you want all the excavate cards so like you're not upset about it but you're also not like popping off and saying poggers that like you have it which is fine Right. Last Death Knight card is Harrowing Ox, a 7-mana seven 7-7 seven, seven Undead Beast. It has Taunt. Battle Cry, if you've excavated twice, your next card this turn costs 7 less. And it's also got one Unholy Rune. Uh, wee Wee Man, what are your thoughts on Harrowing Ox? Or it's got one Frost Rune. I thought that's what I said. Did I not say that? You said Unholy. Uh, my bad. Um... My thoughts on Heroin Ox. Um, I gave it a four out of five. Uh, I feel like I feel like it's a pretty solid card. Uh, you're you're probably going to have excavated twice by the time you have seven mana. So uh, it's just going to be a free, um, like a free minion to play. So I feel like any card that just like has an effect where it's like kind of doesn't take any mana to play a huge body especially having taunt and all that um i think that's really good so and i guess it's it's not like it's not like it's you know one of the effects we've seen where you refresh mana and then you can do whatever you want with that mana like you you would just your next card would cost seven less so it's not like you can do other stuff you just pretty much have you play this, and then you can play one more thing. But the fact that you can play anything seven mana or under, I think, is pretty good. So, yeah, I gave it a four out of five. Um, I gave it a five out of five. I thought it was, like, really poggers. Like, a seven mana, seven, seven taunt, and then basically... Um, I don't know. Like, I was thinking of this, the thing I thought was, like, on turn eight, you could play Harrowing Ox and then, like, play the Primus. Like, so you, like, play the Primus and then also get, a like, a free 7-7 seven, seven taunt. Or even if you're not getting, like, full value off the Primus, like, in, if you ran this in, hmm, if you ran this in Rainbow, because Excavate's kind of one blue, one green, you could do a Rainbow Excavate deck, and you could, like, get out a Gnome Muncher, or get out, like, a Screaming Banshee, or something. You can... I don't know. I think it's really, really good. I mean, you're always going to have excavated twice by turn seven, and even if you're not getting, like, the pop-off play where you're reducing something that costs eight, you're still... I mean, I'm, you're not upset that you're playing a seven-mana seven-seven with taunt that has an effect, and the effect is... I think it's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that's going to be a really good card. I think after looking at all these... Death Knight cards. I think Rainbow Death Knight could potentially be a pretty solid deck. I hope so. Rainbow Death Knight's so fun. I play it, but it's not good. 
<laughs> yeah, they're 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 giving support though. I feel like so. So yeah, uh, with that we can move on to our next class, which is Druid. And our first Druid card is an eight mana eight eight dragon called Raystraza, I think. And the text is Battle Cry. If your deck has no duplicates, summon the Purified Dragon Nest. And the Purified Dragon Nest, uh, me and Private Merc were talking about it earlier. We both believe it's going to be like uh, like Sargeras's portal, where it will just open up and it'll say at the and it says at the start of your turn, discover a dragon. It costs four less. Yeah, like I think it is gonna. I think it does take up a space on your board because it is like technically a thing, but it's like. Yeah, like, there used to be, like, the portal in Discard Warlock that would pull imps out of it, or, like, Sargeras' portal or something like that. It's not a location, it's not a minion, it's, like, a it's a thing that's, <laughs> that you get stuff from, and it takes up the spot on your board. Um, I gave it four stars. You have In, like, all the Highlander decks, you have to wait until they play Reno, because Reno will delete your egg, so you gotta, like, wait till they play it, because, like, you can't, you can't lose your egg. Um, it's like an infinite value engine once you've played it, but, and like the effect's good, like a dragon and make it four mana cheaper, but it doesn't end the game on itself, right? Like you're getting infinite value over time, in quotation marks, infinite value, but like a random reduced dragon every turn isn't going to win you the game, I don't feel like. Like you need to have something else in combination with this, Should I give it? four stars i mean it is the highlander payoff so i don't know it's hard it's hard for me to to say i gave it i gave it five out of five just because i think a card that gives you like infinite value like that is pretty good i could see what you're saying though with how like it's like if you know you're playing against another highlander deck and they play reno uh, or they haven't played Reno. It's like kind of scary to play this because that would just delete your, like your effect that you got from your very expensive legendary minion. So it's like you got to play around that depending on what you're playing against. But I feel like if that is out and you're getting a dragon every turn that costs four less, I feel like that's definitely like a pretty good payoff. It doesn't like you said it doesn't close out the game, but um, if you're playing like a dragon deck. Uh, I just feel like that's that's really solid, and you could even discover like the the next card we're gonna talk about, um, which is which is a card that if you're holding a dragon, you get to refresh four of your mana crystals, yes. and it's like if that drops to zero, then like that's just like a zero cost refresh four mana crystals, and you can do some crazy stuff. So yeah, that's I gave it a five out of five. Nice. So next up, we got Desert Nest Matron. Four mana, three five with taunt and battle cry, or it's a dragon. Four mana, three five dragon with taunt, battle cry. If you're holding a dragon, refresh four mana crystals. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so I I think this card is pretty solid. I gave it a five out of five, um, just because I think for four mana, having a taunt that has five health is like a pretty good stat line. Like the attack isn't you know great, but if it's going to have taunt and then having the five health, I, I feel like is solid. And uh, I just feel like we've seen in the past that cards that refresh your mana crystals and make it so it's like you played the card for free 
Like this is this is literally better than the like the effect Heroin Ox gives where it just reduces the next card by seven to make up for the cost of playing that card because this is like you get to do whatever you want with that four mana so so yeah i think it's a really solid card yeah i gave it five stars i mean it's a free four mana three five taunt as soon as once you have four mana it's a free three five taunt because like if you're playing dragon druid you are you are always going to have a dragon in your hand like it's just how it's gonna be yeah yeah like there's literally what is this six dragons in the in the uh set that were like, you'll run in the ten two cards of all the ones that, that are legendaries and then you've got the discovers and the draws and the yeah yeah you'll be fine and either, i'm sure there's some there's some neutrals you're gonna want to run too so yeah um yeah so next we have rehydrate which is a two mana common nature spell and it's restore seven health and quick draw refresh two mana crystals um, I say seven heal is good. Quick draw, basically it was free is also good. I don't know. I'm just always questionable of like healing cards in a deck that don't do anything other than healing. Because you're put, you're taking up a slot in your deck. It's like it, all the like healing cards that are playable. I feel like are like the two mana paladin one, like heal four and draw a card. Like, stuff like that. But when your soul effect is healing, it's an entire card in your deck that does nothing else other than, like, restore health. Which I feel like is generally not great ever. But the fact that it's gonna be free most of the time, like, might make it good enough. I'm just, I don't know. I would, So I give it three stars. Okay. Yeah, I, I gave it a four out of five. Because I think, I think the... Restoring seven health for two mana is pretty strong, but like you said, it's like if it's the soul effect, it is kind of iffy if you want to take up two slots in your deck for it. So, so yeah, I, I don't know. I guess we'll we'll have to see if this is played or not. I think it's hard telling as of now if that's what people want to run in their dragon druid deck. Next up, we got Dragon. Well, even if it's not in the Dragon Druid deck, like, it probably gets... I, I don't know. If it is, does get run, it gets run in, like, a Ramp Druid deck, definitely. So, like, because you'll yeah. need the heal, probably, in that type of deck. But that's still, like, also the question of, like, if you're, like, trying to draw... I don't know. I don't know. If you're trying to, like... I just don't know. Because it's just heal. We'll see. The next card is Dragon Tales. Two mana epic spell. Choose one. Get two random dragons that cost five or less, or get two random that cost more than five. What are your thoughts on dragon tails? I gave this five out of five because it's pretty cheap for what it's doing, and uh, like it's not drawing uh, dragons out of your deck, so it's like you you get to keep those in your deck, and you're also just putting two into your hand, which synergizes super well with. You know, all the cards that say if you're holding a dragon, which there's, like, three of them just in this release alone. So, I feel like it synergizes well with that, and it's, like, dynamic. Like, you can get cheaper dragons if you're, like, in the early game and want some stuff to play, or you can get more expensive ones if you're in the later game. So, yeah. Mm. 
It's flexible, I said. It's not discovered, so there's probably more low rolls than you would think. But, like, at the end of the day, if it says dragon, it's benefiting some of your other cards, like dragon golem and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, still, there's some bad ones you can get. I don't know. I feel like if you, like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to play this on turn two to get two that cost five or less. I feel like that's really, I mean, I feel like it's really slow. But it's also the effect of, like, why would you ever be doing anything on turn two that's not Splish Splash Whelp? So, I don't know. It's definitely way better to play, to, like, draw this later in the game. I feel like this card excels, like, when you draw it later in the game and can get two expensive dragons. Because, um, like, playing this early in the game, taking your turn to do that, and then getting two cheaper dragons, I feel like that's not great but like if you have to do it it's there but it's not what you want to be doing so i gave this three stars all right so now we have a three mana common spell called take to the skies and it's draw two dragons give them plus one plus one um i gave this four stars it's like arcane intellect and mage but it's a tutor because you're specifically pulling dragons out, and it's a hand buff because you're buffing them. So it's really, I feel like this is a really strong card. I gave it four out of five. Nice. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think it's I think it's solid. Uh, next up, we got Cactus Construct, one mana nature spell, rare. <laughs> Discover a two cost minion. Summon a one two copy of it. What are your thoughts on? Cactus construct. Um, I gave this, I gave this a three out of five. I don't even know if it deserves that. It, it just kind of seems underwhelming to me. Like, like I don't know what two cost minions are. Like, it's it's not even like you, the, their battle tr cries are gonna trigger. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like maybe you could get like a good death rattle one. But yeah, uh, like I think overall it's just like, know. yeah, uh, but yeah, I just think it's kind of underwhelming. I, I know Zacho thinks that this card is like incredible. Um, I don't know. I also gave it three stars. I'm just thinking like, it's a discover, so you're also getting a copy of the two cost minion and putting it in your hand. So on turn one, you get the one two copy, and if you like don't have another turn to play. It's guaranteeing that turn to play. And it's a nature spell, which has that synergy, so... Hmm. I don't know. I'm I, just not I, sure. I, I didn't think about I'm just not sure that. I want to be... Like, it's not a dragon druid deck. It's probably either, like, an aggro druid card or a ramp druid card for, like, on turn one and two. You can, like, develop your board so that you're not getting, like, absolutely annihilated when you start ramping in the mid-game. And that's why Zago says it's cracking. I'm still not super convinced, because I'm not super convinced I want to spend... Like, I want to spend turn one doing that. I probably don't want to spend turn two playing the two drop, though. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I gave it three stars as well, though. I think you did, too. Yeah. Alright. What's our um... next dude? Our next dude is a two-mana, two-one dragon, Splish Splash Whelp. And it's it's rare. It's uh got battle cry. If you're holding a dragon, gain an empty mana crystal. Yeah, we don't really need to talk about this card. I mean, it's five stars. It's <laughs> like it's yeah. two mana wild growth, which costs three mana. You're always gonna be holding another dragon because you're playing dragon druid, and you also cast 
Yeah, you cast Wild Growth and get a 2-1 body. Five, it's five stars. We don't know. For sure. Mm, Spinetail Drake is a 4-mana 5-4 common dragon. Battlecry, if you're holding a dragon, deal 5 damage to an enemy minion. What are your thoughts? So, I gave Spinetail Drake a 4 out of 5. Um, it might... I don't know. Maybe, like, 3 out of 5. I, I don't know. I, I guess, like... I don't know what the overall game plan for, like, the dragon druid stuff is going to be. Like, I feel like doing... Like, I gave it 4 out of 5 initially because I'm, I'm just thinking, like... Like, dealing 5 damage uh, is pretty strong. You're, you're going to be holding the dragon. Obviously, you'd never play this without that, so... Um, yeah, I don't know. And I think the stats are, like, decent for the cost, so... I give it... I mean... Yeah, I gave it three stars. Maybe I'm being a little harsh, because doing five damage is really good. It's just, I think that maybe, I think it's good enough, actually. I think I'm just being harsh on it, because out of all of the dragons Druid is getting, I think it's the worst. But I yeah. don't, I think it's, like, looking at it, you're paying, you're getting a 5-4, and you're removing something. Like, you splish splash whelp on two, and then you spine tail drake on three, and have, like, a 5-4, and just also remove their board i feel like i feel like i was just being harsh because it's the worst one but i think it's still kind of cracked um now we got dragon golem which is a seven mana three four epic dragon with taunt and it's got battle cry summon a copy of this for each dragon in your five hand. stars five stars five stars it's like <laughs> I also gave it's it like five, scale yeah. of Anixia, but you're getting a bunch of defensive bodies instead of the rush dudes, and you can balance it with like we got that new neutral that says the two mana two two battle cry return a ming into your hand and give it plus two plus two, and then when you play it again, all the copies would be plus two plus two. Also, I think too this card could make like a good turn seven play. If, like, throughout the game you've, you've, you know, built up a nice collection of dragons in your hand, maybe some desert nest matrons in there, and you're gonna, you're gonna, like, play a bunch of minions on turn 8 or turn 9 or whatever, and you could just play this on turn 7, get a ton of bodies on the board for, for one minion, and then they have to deal with those, but then that leaves you with whatever else is in your hand so it's like it's like nice because it kind of just gives you like two turns to develop a meaty board yeah it's a good defensive play before you restraza too because like they're probably not gonna be able to clear all the taunts and then you have some taunts to protect your restraza um and yeah. it has synergy with take to the skies take to the skies makes all the all copies be one one bigger so no it's really really good it's your mid game like if you're, like, spending the early game ramping with, like, Splish Splash Whelp and stuff like that and drawing cards, then Dragon Golem is, like, your halt. You must stop hitting my face now. Like, Yeah. So our last card is Fey, the Setting Sun. It's a 9-mana 4-12 legendary dragon with Rush, Lifesteal, and Taunt. And it costs one less for each dragon you've summoned this game. What are your thoughts, Wee Wee Man? five out of five yeah it's five right like i mean there's it'll get to a point where it's free and even if it's not like you're not like oh darn my fey is three mana like <laughs> <laughs> so 
Yeah, it's it's literally rush lifesteal taunt with twelve health. Yeah. And it's nine mana to be It's not with, even like it's not like, even like it's twelve or something. It literally just starts at like it's nine's a little expensive for it's just, if it didn't have the reduction, but like it's still amazing. Like I don't know. Yeah. Um, um also something to think of. In our dragon druid decks, you know what's a dragon that druid has right now that makes more dragons? Dragon Golem? <laughs> no, they have it now. Oh, yeah, right, right now? now. Fuck, I, I, <clears throat> I don't know. Topior. And, ev and every oh, yeah, every yeah. single time you play in nature spells, you make dragons, and that counts as dragons for all of your cards that say dragon on them. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying every time you play a nature spell, like, like that card says summon... So, so like for Fey, like that would be missing Fey every three three rusher. Wow, uh, yeah, that's pretty pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So now we can move into Hunter. Hunter's got some some more uh, more so in my opinion some some more boring cards, but. Um, the first one we have is a two-mana rare spell called Ten Gallon Hat, and it's draw a minion, give it plus one, plus one, and death rattle, get a ten-gallon hat. So, this is, you play this, and you draw a minion and buff it, and then when that minion dies, you get this card back. The problem is, is Hunter, you really don't, I feel like, want to be spending two mana to essentially do nothing like when you're playing this the two mana aspect like you're drawing a minion and giving it one one that's like really not very good i feel like like definitely on turn two this is horrible right like you're not doing anything i feel like you want to be playing minions yeah so i'm just not fully yeah, convinced hunters... on it i guess like it's like a value tool if you like dump your whole hand and you have nothing left every time your 10 gallon hat dude dies you have a way to draw more cards is like the only sense i can see this being good it's like still not still not that good like to be honest so i gave it a two stars because i don't think it's like trash but i don't know yeah i don't know i i, I think i i gave it a four out of five because i think the aspect that the the value aspect of it is is good like you said but I I also did not think it was worthy of five stars just because, like you said, it's you're not doing anything proactively. But the fact that as long as nothing gets silenced, um, when you play it, you'll you'll just keep getting ten gallon hats. Like that's that seems decent. I, I guess, guess the fact that it's a hunter you said you card it is probably what's my problem with it. Like you need to have initiative and hunter out of like most classes. I feel like. I don't know. This yeah. is, like, not. No, but, like, I would probably out. run this in, like, Paladin. I would probably run this in Paladin. But I don't think I would run it in a hunt. Yeah. Next up, we got Bovine Skeleton. A three-mana undead beast. It's a 3-3, three, three, and it's rare. It has Death Rattle. If this has four or more attack, summon a Bovine Skeleton. What are your thoughts, Wee Wee Man? So, I gave this a five out of five just because... I think it will synergize well with Bananas, 10-gallon hat, and um, a card we'll be talking about later, Camouflage Mount. Um, 
and um yeah i i I just think uh you know it's easy enough to be able to play a banana on this and then you you just get a another bovine skeleton if it dies which i think is good enough but i don't really play enough hunters so i feel like my ratings for the hunter cards are probably going to be kind of bad because i don't know what hunter really wants to do as well because i never play it i just have always thought hunter is kind of a boring I mean, they're class. pushing lots of like board buff like stuff like that for hunter they have been like this set they released all the like like that two mana one four guy that buffs your board and stuff i don't know i just feel like if you're saying like you play this and then you play a banana on it you're not able to like use it that turn but then if you play it and you don't buff it then they have a chance to answer it i just feel like Hmm. Do you get what I'm kind of saying? Yeah. It's, like, really hard to actually... I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like if you play this on three, most classes will be able to deal with that. I think the card's good. Um, I think I gave it, like, three stars. I think most, like, it just depends if the hand buff stuff is good enough. As long as the buff stuff is good enough, like, this is pretty good. But if the buff stuff is not good... Because, like, if you can buzzard on two and then play this on three, that's pretty good. They probably won't be able to kill that and then kill the one that comes off it and then you can start ban doing bananas and stuff like that i guess it's just like is the other like i don't know if i'm fully sold on like camouflage mount and stuff like that and like i'm not sold on the 10 gallon hat so i'm just not sure if like all that stuff doesn't work is like buzzard into skeleton gonna be enough it's like but i guess i get right. three stars Alright, so our next card is a 4-mana 2-3 weapon. It's a star shooter. It's an epic, and it's uh, text reads, after your hero attacks, get an arcane shot. Uh, five stars. Arcane Hunter just said, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for this. Yeah. That's exactly what I put. It's great arcane hunter support. I give it 5 out of 5. They only need to give Arcane Hunter, like, one card every set. Like, the three mana deal three damage. Your next spell has plus two spell damage and now four mana weapon. <laughs> They're like, we'll give you one every set just so that you can still still keep up. <laughs> so you can still hang on. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, we have Camouflage <clears throat> Mount. Four mana rare spell. Give a minion plus three plus three and a random bonus effect. When it dies, summon a chameleon. The bonus effects are poisonous, life, steel, rush, wind, fury, stealth, poisonous, light, or er, divine shield, taunt, rush, sorry, um, divine shield, taunt, rush, wind, fury, stealth, poisonous, life, steal, and reborn. So you'll give a thing plus three plus three in one of those words, and then when that minion dies, you'll get a three three chameleon with whatever the word you got was. What are your thoughts on this? Um... I gave this, <clears throat> I gave this a four out of five. Um, I think it's pretty expensive, but for the effect, I think it's fair. Uh, I just think y you'll want to have built up a board um, before you play this, obviously. Um, so I mean, I, I think if you're able to play this on curve, like you're able to play a few minions from turns one through four and then or one 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 through three and then on turn four play this on something um i think that's pretty good i think that's good enough for one turn because you're giving a minion plus three plus three which isn't negligible plus it's going to get a bonus effect which all the bonus effects are i mean if you get rush 
Um, that's unfortunate. Because, uh, I mean, I feel like... I feel like for the most part, like, unless I'm not able to, I'm going to play this on a minion yeah. that uh, is up for attack. So, yeah. So, I gave it a Stealth's 4 Stealth's pretty unfortunate, too, if you're doing that, then. If that's how you're using it. Yeah, true. That's true. Um, I gave it a 2 out of 5. I don't know. It's super slow. It's, like, super slow. And then, since there's 8 different ones, I feel like... I don't know. It's, like, hard to get. Like, I feel like if you have a bovine skeleton out and then you play this on it, like, that's pretty yeah. good. Because then you literally will get two minions when that thing dies. Um, that thing itself will be a 6-6 six, six with a bonus effect. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, are you going to be able like, to, does, though? Does Hunter want to make a you don't want turn one or two play? If you don't, like, play Buzzard or Hat and draw the, skele the bovine skeleton, if you just play a 3-3 three, three skeleton on three, they're not going to let it stick. And even if it does, you're just playing. You're playing a 3-3 three, three on three, and then you're making that 3-3 three, three bigger on turn four. Like, unless literally unless you're getting Wind Fury, that is just, like, not enough. I feel like the best like play if we're if we're only using the cards and like this release here these ten cards I feel like you know whatever on turn one but then like going literally from left to right reading these cards if you ten gallon hat into a bovine skeleton bovine skeleton on three and then camouflage mounted on four I feel like you definitely want messenger oh, that's huge and then it could even die ten gallon hat you got to be the luckiest gamer on the entire planet to. <laughs> I'll always guarantee that's drawing your bovine skeleton like yeah yeah it's gonna yeah that yeah. so definitely messenger buzzard on two and it's bovine skeleton but you're telling me that you're playing a one two on two you're playing a three three on three and then on turn four you're making that three 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 bigger and giving it a random keyword you're just playing like the most ghetto awful version of mech rogue that i've ever heard of like that is just not working <laughs> I'm like i don't know yeah, you're probably right. I'm not convinced about that. Uh, so, so now we have a five mana two five be legendary beast called Spurfang, and it's got battle cry and death rattle. Summon a random beast with cost equal to this minion's attack. Mm, if you play this without any buffs at all, you get a random two cost, and then when it dies, you also get a random two cost. If you play, like, a Messenger Buzzard or something, then it's up to 3 cost and 3 cost. And even if you're running, like, Location or something, like, when you play this, you could Location it, make it get 2 attack and rush, and then trade and get, like, a 5 cost. I think it's not horrible, but baseline 5 mana 2, 5 that gives you a 2 cost when it comes in and gives you 2 cost when it dies is bad. Like, that's bad. Um, so yeah. you need to make it bigger. Hmm... I only sure. did give him two stars, though, because I guess I just was not convinced that was super. I guess I'm just not sold on that. Maybe three, so somewhere between two and three stars. Yeah, I think if it's able to stick on the turn you play it, uh, which is probably unlikely since it costs five mana, then it's probably good. I keep just thinking, Stats like, are just so bad. it seems like with this... Uh, yeah, it seems like with this set, it's like all these cards work really well with camouflage mount. Camouflage mount is too expensive. Camouflage mount is... Yeah, but camouflage mount it takes a bit of mana, and yeah, it's 
it's uh, hard telling if that's the route Hunter wants to actually go. I couldn't tell you because I haven't touched the class in years. Camouflage so. mount is too camouflage mount is too expensive, and I mean, I don't know. Ten gallon hat is. I'd rather have them be. I don't know. I'd rather have the ten gallon hat be one mana and not give my dude plus one plus one probably. Like they're just too. I'd rather them be cheaper. Which of course yeah. I would. But. Yeah, it seems like this whole set is pretty, or this whole uh, hunter release is like. What'd you expensive. give Spurfang? Uh, what did I give Spurfang? Let me look. I gave him a four out of five. Nice. Okay. Um. Next up, we got Sneaky Snakes. Um. One mana common spell. Summon two one one snakes with stealth. Mm, I gave this a 5 out of 5. Yes, correct. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know. I just I feel like uh, getting two one ones out on turn 1 anyways is pretty pretty huge, and the fact that they have stealth is even better. So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's simple yeah, math it's here. Good. I think it's a pretty Five good star. card. <laughs> <laughs> next up, we, uh, what, do you, what do we have up next, actually? We got... Silver Serpent, which is a three mana, two three common beast with rush and poisonous and quick draw gain immune this turn. Mm, basically, it's like a three mana destroy a minion where if you quick draw it, you also get a two three. It's like how you can look at it, I feel like. Um, I'm not sure. Is that I just I'm not sure is that what we want to be doing in Hunter I guess is what I'm not convinced yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, like, is the, why, like what is the reason we're running a three mana, um, to destroy an enemy minion? I don't know. I feel like you'd rather play the bovine skeleton. Yeah, it's just resp- it's a responsive Almost. card. I don't know. Hunter don't want to be responding too much unless it's like. Like something like star power or something. Like I don't know. You want to like, because you're taking your whole turn to do that. Yeah, I gave it. I give it bah, 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 two stars. <clears throat> What'd you give it? I gave it three stars. Next up, we got saddle up. Three mana epic spell. Give your minions death rattle. Summon a random beast that costs three or less. What are your thoughts? Um, I thought it was uh, pretty good. I um, feel like you won't be playing this on curve unless you, like, have... Or you could be. You could play, like, Sneaky Snakes and then, like, Messenger Buzzard and then on turn three give three things. A death rattle that says summon a random beast to cost three or less. Which could be good. I don't know. I just I, I feel like it's cheap enough that at any point where you have a developed board and you have three mana, it would be fine to slap this down because it just gives you another board uh, if all your stuff dies. I feel it's better than like the druid one. The three mana give all your minions death rattle summon a two two because generally a three drop is gonna be better than two two. But um, hunter's also not as good as like. Hunter doesn't just have a bunch of one-mana spells that give you two dudes. Like, you've got Sneaky Snakes, but Druid has, like, a lot 
of cards that give them multiple dudes early on and then makes that death rattle better. So you need to have like a lot of early game early game board fill. Like and I don't think Hunter has that. Like Hunter has sneaky snakes. That's literally like the only cheap thing that's giving you multiple things. So Yeah. Like if you played two sneaky snakes like yeah but then i don't still then they kind of just like can wait a little bit and take like if if someone did that to me and played sneaky snake sneaky snake saddle up i would just wait until i'm able to clear their board and just like if they're hitting me for four like a few turns in a row with four one ones whatever like right wait until i can answer all their board so i don't know i gave it two stars all right now we got a four mana three four legendary minion called Thelderon the lost and it's battle cry if your deck has no duplicates gain immune this turn and attack all enemies i feel like this is the worst out of all like that if your deck has no duplicates like this one does not make me super excited uh like you're probably gonna like with hand buffs and stuff you're probably gonna make this big enough that it's clearing their board and going face for a decent amount of damage. So it's pretty... I mean, it's good. You run it if you're running a Reno deck, but... Yeah, I gave it 5 out of 5. Because <clears throat> I think if you're running a Reno deck, um, it's, you know, obviously I feel like there's no, like, Reno aggro. So it's not like you're trying to be super proactive. And if you are matched against an aggro deck... um. I feel like turn four is a great turn for, like, at that point, your opponent, if they're aggro, has built up a, like, decent board at that point. And you probably do want to clear it um, on that turn. So, I mean, I feel like I feel like this is good support for, for that kind of archetype because you just drop them on four and clear their board. So, I think, I think it's decent. Yes. Um, last hunter card is Messenger Buzzard. Two mana, one, two, common beast. Death rattle, draw a beast. Give minions in your hand, plus one, plus one. Yes, the man of the hour. We've, we've been talking about this guy for a bit. Um, I gave him a four out of five. Um, I think, I think it synergizes pretty well with the rest of the stuff we've talked about. Um, and uh i don't know i just i just think drawing a beast in a hunter deck is n- never a bad thing so um so yeah i don't i don't know i just gave it four, I out, of five. four out of five too no it's good it's really good this is the best one out of all of, like the buff hunter cards i feel like you're developing something and then also like if they don't want to kill this you can kind of you can buff this with stuff like if this sticks you're like okay I'll make it, like, a real threat with Camouflage Mount. And then if it sticks longer, your hand, you draw more cards. and then But you're also happy with it dying right away and getting early game buffs. So you can do, like, your skeleton. So I think it's really good. Yeah. Very good card. Um, So that's all the Hunter cards. So now we can move to Mage. Uh, our first Mage card <clears throat> is a... Six mana, six five, uh, legendary elemental 
called Mesa Dune the Fracture. I think it's like I think it's like it's and... a Mesa and a Dune. This is like Mesa Dune. That's my guess. My guess. Mesa Dune. Mesa Dune the Fractured, and uh, its battle cry is draw an elemental and split it into two halves. <clears throat> this is another one that me and Private Merc had to talk about. Uh, and we believe it's going to like split no, the cost. No, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, we are certain it's going to split the cost, and it's going to split the stats, but the text will stay the same. The example so is what are like your if you draw, if you if this rips Ag Ragnaros out of your deck, you get two four mana four fours, but they both have the at the end of your turn, they still have the text of like deal eight to something at the end. Um, like, the, you don't run this in yeah. your aggro elemental mage deck with all, like, your aggressive elementals because, like, you run too many cheap random little shitters that if this, like, pulls, like, a freaking, like, tiny little dude, like, it pulls your, uh, <laughs> like, uh, what's that dude? The Rolling Stone. Oh, boy. <laughs> I get two one-mana Rolling Stones. Like, <laughs> yeah. So the, the, the kind of deck you're running, this is really curated. Like, you're running, like, a... Uh, Neptalon and Rag and like just a few elementals that are like like Neptalon Rag and probably maybe like we find a way for Stormbringer and do like an elemental beast type thing, uh. And in that sense, it's probably pretty decent. It's, but I'm like not completely sold on it. I give it three stars because in order to make that work, you kind of have to be a big deck. Like I said, run like a few like really big dudes and like kind of, kind of. I would imagine it has to... I would imagine, I guess, if you're running something like that, kind of like how Rogue has done, like a, with the Death Rattle package going in Mech Rogue, this might be like a backup win condition, and you might like have a primary deck, and then you also throw in him and like Rag and like Neptalon and some other stuff so that you have like an alternate win con. Maybe that's the way we should look at it. I'm not sure. I gave him three stars, though, because... I don't think playing him and then playing two four mana four four rags that's like not winning you know games. In like, the Neptalons, yeah, good like no, two that's... five mana Neptalons that give you both the hands like that's really really good. But it's also still like can't draw the Neptalon. You got to make sure you draw him. Right. Yeah, I give it a four out of five. I don't know what deck, what kind of mage deck this would go into. Uh, like like you said it would be like a curated and you would have like very specific elementals which i feel like that's true but it's like then what would you be doing for the early game and it'd probably be like uh just basic control maybe you just stuff, run in like, like solid mage. Like, what if and... maybe you're just like our literally spooky mage but you run mesa dune and then like neptalon and reg or something like it's like it doesn't have to be this crazy yeah. like new deck but then if you draw your uh your either of your elementals then that kind of like deletes one portion of your like strategy kind of like i guess not like it just makes it a little worse like but uh it's just like you're slotting a few yeah, cards could scam work. in your deck in some games you'll get it and you'll scam them and you'll win <laughs> but it's like not your it's not your main deck right Next up, we got um, Azerite Vein, right. a three-mana epic secret. When the enemy plays a card on the turn, that it entered their hand to get a copy that costs zero. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Um, I like this card. I think it's cool that they um, 
made a secret like this for uh, the quick draw stuff. It kind of just uh, counters like quick draw in a way. It doesn't really counter it, but it makes your opponent not want to quick draw, I guess. Um, knowing that you could get a zero cost copy of it. Um, so I think it's I think it's fine. I think it's a little expensive though. So I gave it three out of five just because I feel like it's not it's not like the C. I don't know. It's not like a very strong secret i feel like so um and i don't know like there could just be other things that you get that cost zero that are crazy so it could be because it's not like it's always going to be a quick draw they could just draw like a titan and be like oh boy i can play my titan and like play their titan the turn they draw it and then you get a zero cost titan so you know what would be better you know what would be better in that situation though if as Vayne read objection then that would be better <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just think I think this card should cost two. I don't think there's any reason. Mage it secrets have always they're, they're always got to cost three though. Mage secrets aren't allowed. They all have static uh, costs. Like all paladin ones are one. All hunter and rogue are two. And all mage are three. It's never, never changed. Oh, I had no um, idea. I thought I thought it was random. So I gave it two stars just because like maybe. But if your opponent ever figures out what this is, it's like. It's not hard to play around it. Also, the literally the reason for this, is, like, the reason they made this is to dilute secret pools, like, the, so that if you're like playing uh, that rogue secret or even like any mage secrets, like the, there's a mage card we'll talk about later. It's like cast two random mage secrets or like any discover effects. I literally feel like this card was made to decrease the chance of getting counterspell and objection, because literally Hearthstone player base is a bunch of babies, and they're always crying about how terrible objection and counterspell are. And it's literally like... <laughs> they are pretty though. <laughs> I feel like literally they made this to decrease the chances of getting those off like that card we're going to talk about later. Because, <laughs> like, this is the most random thing I've ever seen. I get that it's, like, anti-quick draw. Like, I get it. But it's still, like, what? Like, they're going to get, like, some freaking, like, two-mana heal seven, refresh two-mana. Oh, boy. I'm glad I got a free copy of that. Or, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Also... Yeah, that checks out. Also, doesn't I don't how does quick draw work? Because if they do that and you get a quick draw version, it technically then it gets to your turn. It technically didn't enter your hand that turn, so you're not even going to be able to play it with the quick draw because it entered your hand on their turn. So you won't even mm, get the quick draw yeah, effect. That's true. Yeah, so this might just be a really, really crappy secret. I mean, we're uh, never running this in our deck. Like, we're with... never running this in our deck. And yeah. we never want to discover this over the better mage secrets. So, yeah. <laughs> and we For didn't sure. print any other secrets. Or we printed that one other secret support this set. And we don't want that other secret card to be getting this secret. So, One out of five. Heat wave. What is it? Heat Wave is a two mana fire spell, rare, and it, it reads deal two damage to an enemy minion and its neighbor, and it has a quick draw effect of to all enemies instead. So two mana baseline, it's like this, that one mana shooting star mage spell, deal one damage to minion and its neighbors. This is a two mana version of that, deal two damage to minion and its neighbors. 
uh, we don't put Shooting Star on our deck. We're not putting Heat Wave in our deck if that was all that it said. So then we go to Quick Draw, do two damage to all enemies for two mana. I feel like this is like a lot more situational than some of the Quick Draw cards, like the Death Knight one. It's like Discovering Undead. Oh, if you Quick Draw, it costs two less. This is like, hey, if you draw this this turn, they better have a board, because if they don't have a board, then like it, it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not one that you're always going to yeah. actually want to play with its quick draw. Where, like, quick draw cards should... You should want to play them at any point that you draw them for them to be, like, really good. So, I gave it two stars. Yeah, I also gave it two stars. Yes. Uh, next up we got, for the same um, reasons, or... Next yeah, we got yeah. Stargazing, a two-mana rare arcane mage spell. Draw a different arcane spell. If you play it this turn, it casts twice. What are your thoughts? I give it a 4 out of 5. Um, I'm not very aware of like all the different arcane spells. I know there's some, some decent ones. Um, even just like an arcane bolt, like getting cast twice. Uh, like if you're running this, you're and putting stargazing in your like deck a though, so that you can draw an arcane bolt and do it. Like I don't know, because you're not gonna be able to play. I mean, if it casts, yeah, twice. but you're putting this in your deck so that you can get it. Why not just put like fireball in your deck? You're gonna put this and arcane bolt for two cards, deal <clears> six <throat> damage. You should put run fireball. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking that the cast twice effect is pretty good for burn so if we're still doing like sif stuff and you can't yeah you just can't you, play this uh, sif in the same turn though like it's too much mana yeah but i mean can't you just you can just like play this through the game like at any point and then once you're ready to do your sif stuff you'd have that one arcane bolt that cast twice you might have two like you might have nah, drawn two that, if you have two stargazing you gotta it's not how stargazing reads Oh, if you play it this turn. Sorry, I just missed that part. Yeah, okay, so I guess I guess this probably is uh, not as good the as The only I thing it's good with is Light Show, and Light Show is not good enough, so it's two stars. It'll probably break something in Wild, yeah. though. This will probably break something in Wild. Probably. Um, so, I forget who did that one. Uh, I did. <laughs> Okay, so our next card is a 10-mana fire spell. It's a common called Sunset Volley. And it's deal 10 damage, randomly split among all all enemies, and then summon a random 10-cost minion. Um, we just don't have any support for this. Uh, like, it's good. Deal 10 damage and summon a 10-cost, but you can't just play that on turn 10 for 10 mana. Like, you need to be running a big spell-type deck. And the only thing we have right now is Barbaric Sorceress, the 6-mana 3-7 Naga with Taunt. This, like, battle cry. Swap, uh, swap the cost of a spell in your hand with the cost of a spell in their hand. Like, that's the only support we, we really have right now. Um, so, I'm just not entirely sold. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I gave it a 2 out of 5 because... I think it's like it's obviously like got a strong effect, but yeah, I don't I don't see us just playing this on turn ten by itself. Yeah. Um, what do we got next? 
Yeah, uh, you gotta tell me about whatever that thing's called. Taithalon. Taithalon. Watchers of four mana, two five legendary. Uh, cards that didn't start in your hand cost four less, but not less than one. What are your thoughts on Taithalon? Um. So I think with all the discover and the fact that they gave excavate to mage. Um, I feel like with that in mind, I think this is a pretty decent card, depending on, like, I don't know. I feel like this would be something maybe you discover a bunch of stuff. Like, I think it could be interesting, because, like, maybe, like, turn 10, you discover a bunch of stuff. You have a bunch of, like, or maybe not a bunch of, like, treasures, but maybe, like, your more expensive ones, like your epic and legendary treasures, and then maybe just drop him on like turn 10 and then you have six mana to uh play six like, things just play a bunch I feel of like stuff I don't really yeah. want to hold everything though like i feel like if i'm getting my treasures it's like i don't want to wait to play a bunch like if i get a good like if i get the hawk like i want to be slamming that hawk like right now and getting a one cost titan i don't want to wait for it to be like a you know yeah i agree so i gave him that's why it's like kind of iffy him, uh, Oh, I don't know. I guess I didn't give him a rating. Probably two stars. I just don't get why it can't be less than one. We could run, like, a bunch of, like, Vast Wisdom and, like, a bunch of cheap stuff, like, Vast Wisdom and then, like, the one mail like, Element, add a one, two, and three cost Elemental, and we could, like, go crazy and have, like, a really cool, like, crazy do a ton of stuff deck, but then he's like, nah, like, everything can't cost less than one, so I don't know. Yeah, that's, I, I gave it a three out of five for that. I think it's kind of lame that they made it so um, can't make it less than one, because um, it could be like it could be extremely fun to make a deck that's kind of like Rainbow Mage, um, and just like discover a bunch of burn, and then turn ten you could play Sif and then play him and then play like as many of those burn spells as you discovered. Um, um, so that was Tathalon. Now we got a uh, Reliquary Researcher. Yeah, so Reliquary Researcher is a 4-mana 3-5 epic minion with Battlecry. If you've ex excavated twice, cast two random mage secrets. Um, I gave this a 5 stars. I mean, getting two... It's a 4-mana 3-5, which is like, eh. Like, that's not great, but cast two random mage secrets is crazy because like each of those are i mean azurite van exists which they did to make this card worse but this card on its own is like very very good it just depends on if the excavate stuff is good enough it's definitely not a question of if this card is good enough yeah yeah i gave it a four out of five i think uh it's cool to have the synergy between excavate and secrets and Maybe there will be, like, a secret mage, but I also don't, I'm not sure about that, because I don't know how much other, like, secret mage support yeah. there is, so, um, so yeah, I give it four out of five. <clears throat> so we got Overflow Surger, four mana, three, two, elemental, battle cry, summon a copy of this for each turn in a row you've played an elemental. What are your thoughts? Let's see. I gave this 
a four out of five. Um, I think it's a. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like if you're playing like an aggro elemental deck, in mage, uh, this is like a pretty decent four drop because I don't think it would be too hard to like play. Like maybe three elementals in uh in a turn per like every God I don't even know how to say it <laughs> like I don't think it would be that hard to play three elementals in a row so I gave it I gave it four out of five um I gave it a four out of five as well I think it's pretty good uh, awesome uh -huh. well, it's your turn. <laughs> All right, we got Cryo Preservation, which is a two mana frost spell, common, with freeze an enemy and excavate a treasure. Um, two mana freeze an enemy, excavate. I gave it two stars. It's like it's definitely not good. This could be one mana, probably. You're just freezing a thing and getting a treasure. I don't know. Like freezing is like. The worst thing you can do <laughs> you're not dealing i mean with i think the thing that makes this stand out is like and i don't know how prevalent it will be in this next meta but i mean freezing an enemy also means freezing your opponent's face which is something that um sets it aside from just like keeping someone's board at bay because if i want to keep someone's board at bay i'd rather just destroy their minion or deal damage to it so if you're playing against a deck where they're using weapons to kill you, then being able to delay, delay the game with freezing their face and excavating a treasure I feel like is worth two, but it also just... I feel like it would also feel bad. Like, maybe. Like, I get... It is... It, oh, you're no. right that it is better than it could go face. I also don't think... Even if they are a weapon deck, I don't think we're excited that we're playing this card. I don't know. Like, wouldn't we'd rather just have solo alibi? Yeah. Like. Also, it seems like out of all the excavate class, like classes that have excavate, I feel like, like what we only have all two have here. Two. That they all have two. Okay, I thought I've seen like classes with like three and four, but I'm just looking at the keyword probably like mm. if you've excavated. So yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah, with the other one we went over I, today was Death my Knight. And it is was, invalid. Um, it had the four mana three three that made your next treasure cost zero, or the treasure you get cost zero, and the three mana deal three damage, excavate a treasure. <laughs> and then the rest, you're just reliant on mm -hmm. your neutrals. Yeah, so you probably in your excavate X, you're gonna be running like the two mana one one probably. Like in the, you're gonna be running some of the neutral excavates because you're gonna want to max out. You're gonna want every card that says excavate on it if you're playing an excavate deck. Yeah. Um, yeah. At least so our last card is Blast Mage Miner, a six mana four four battle cry. Excavate a treasure for every card in your hand. Deal one damage to a random enemy. Um, I give this four out of five. Um, I think uh, the stats are obviously abysmal for six. Um, but you're excavating a treasure. And it has potential to do, like, I guess, like, if you play this, you could do, like, 9 damage. So, I mean, that's 
I don't know. It seemed it seemed worthy of four out of five, but I also don't know. They gave four out of five too, but we also like the fact that it's so expensive means our other cards that are like, like the secret lady. Like it makes it way harder for us to have her online because one of our excavate cards costs six mana. So, like if you want to have her online, you gotta like either play the neutrals or like freeze stuff on turns two and three. So. It's expensive. Yeah. It is pretty expensive. Um, well, if that's all we got to say about those, we can move on the to Paladin. of the day. Paladin. Yes. And our first Paladin card is a six mana... I think this is just like an effect. Like one of the little energy bolts that sits over your... Or no, what is, is that just a, no, it's just a spell. It's a six mana legendary spell called the Badlands Bandits. And it's get eight, three, two bandits with bonus effects. And the bonus effects are Divine Shield, Taunt, Rush, Wind Fury, Stealth, Poisonous, Lifesteal, and Reborn. And, um... And then it says, any that can't fit in your hand are summoned instead. This is really good with, like, the whole and, uh, set that's, like... For every card in your hand. Yeah. Like, it... I feel like uh, you you would never play this uh, to get them in your hand. Like, I feel like you'd always play this when you have, like, nine cards yeah, in your hand or something. Yeah, you do want to flood your board when you play this. You don't just want to fill your hand up with bandits. Like... Because then they yeah. cost six mana to fill your hand. Um, I gave it four stars it's really good if you can get it like with a full hand but it's definitely like for each each card that you haven't don't have in your hand like you put one more in your hand and it gets like a lot worse if you're only spending six to get like four dudes on the board like that's not very good at all so yeah, yeah i also gave it four out of five um and looking ahead there's a lot of um, cards in the Paladin set that are um, reliant on you having like yeah, a full there's like hand two other ones or like a or like a large hand. Yeah, so so I feel like this is just another one of those. So our next um, one is Living so yeah. Horizon, ten mana, four six elemental with taunt and divine shield. Costs one less for each other card in your hand. What are your thoughts? I gave Living Horizon. Four out of five. No. Um. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of uh. Noel. That one. I forget its name. Noel. Goldshire Noel. Noel. Maybe. I thought wild. there was another one. What was the well, that's warlock wild one? No. Or gold. That was like a yeah, it's gold. Boy. No. Wait. It's wait. What warlock one? Oh, Anetheron. Wait. But he only got one if yeah. your entire Wasn't hand a... was full. Oh, so it's definitely okay. like Noel, where Noel's a ten mana four or five costs one less for every other card in your hand. Um, this is five stars. This is like yeah, it's Noel, but it's a four six taunt divine shield. It's also kind of maybe comparable a bit to Light Ray. It's like it, but it's it's Light Ray's equivalent for this fill your hand paladin archetype where you're gonna fill your hand and you're gonna get this down to like one or two or three mana pretty easily. So. Yeah, and taunt taunt plus divine shield is super annoying. 
the, yeah, the six, six health. Elf. Like four six yeah, is probably better a, than five five if you like card. have a defensive body. So for sure. Um. All right, and next we have a five mana one five common minion called Lawful Longarm. And he has Rush and Lifesteal and Battlecry. Gain plus one attack for each card in your hand. So he's often just going to be, like, he's often just going to be, like, a spell almost that would say, like, deal eight damage to a minion with Lifesteal. Because, like, they're going to kill it. It's not going to stick for more than one turn. And, like, if you're killing something, like, he doesn't have that much health either. He might even die when you first trade him in. But... It's still a big lifesteal. Yeah. He's a bit expensive, too. Like, five is kind of expensive. I gave him three yeah. stars, because, like, he's still good, like, healing all that much and removing one thing, but it, he's not really leaving you with a board. Yeah, I also gave him three, just because I feel like this, this could have been a little cheaper and it wouldn't have been a big deal. Because, I mean, for it to have a lot of attack anyways, you have to have a lot of cards in your hand, which, which is just another condition you need to fill. So, I mean, I don't see why it needs to cost so much. Maybe, I don't know. I guess because it has potential to be a 10-5, but still. Yeah. Next up, we got Lay Down the Law, a two-mana rare spell with tradable and quick draw. It's also a holy spell. Set a minion's attack and health to one. Quick draw then deal one damage to it. What are your thoughts on this? Um, I feel like this is like pretty good single target removal. Uh, even like playing it without, this is like, kind of sucks because it's like a card where like it doesn't really, like I don't know, unless you don't have anything on your board. Um, it's kind of like the, the quick draw isn't that important. Uh, like, it's important if you don't have anything else to hit a 1-1 one, one with to completely kill it. But even once you make it a 1-1, one, one, it's, like, not a threat unless it, its text is, like, crazy. So, uh, it having tradable isn't that significant to me because the quick draw effect, in my opinion, isn't even that uh, good. Like, I feel like in some scenarios, I'd rather just have this in my hand just so uh, you know if they do play that one like huge thing i can just make it a one one so um i gave it a four out of five um just because i think it's good cheap single target removal but what i gave it a four thoughts? out of five as well nice. um next up <gasps> not my turn oh yeah so the next card we have is a three mana four three common minion called Holy Cowboy, and its battle cry is your next holy spell costs mm. two less. Um, its stats are fine four three, and like the effect is pretty good actually. Um, so I gave him four stars. Like that effect is pretty strong. I also gave him four stars. I think, uh, yeah, I think that mana reduction for a holy spell is. Always nice to have in Paladin, so yeah. And the stats, having the four attack, I feel like nice. it's pretty good, so. Next up, Hi-Ho, Silverwing. A two-mana, two-one, Divine Shield, Dragon, with Death Rattle. Draw a Holy Spell. Mm, what did I give this? I gave it a five Easiest out of five. Easiest five stars of all time. 
It's like the one man. It's like Knight of Anointment, the one mana one one, but it's a two mana two one with divine shield, and it's the death rattle. It's like you're it just like Knight of Anointment. This is gonna be run in every paladin deck for the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that death rattle is really good, and it having divine shield on top of that. And also, if it stats, ever happens to matter, it also solid. it just happens to be a dragon too, like. Right. Uh, yeah, very, yes. very solid card. Um, and then next up we have a three-mana holy spell called Deputization Aura. Uh, it's a rare spell, and it says your leftmost minion has plus three attack and lifesteal, and it lasts for three hmm. turns. This is like a slower control paladins, like equivalent of Crusader Aura, where Crusader Aura is like really make my dudes bigger and kill you. This is like make my things heal me and kill your dudes. Um, yeah, I gave it four stars because I do think, just like Crusader's Aura, as long as you can have a board, this effect is really really strong. Yeah, that checks out. I gave it five out of five, but I, I, I didn't think about that. Uh, like obviously that's like clear as day. Like obviously you need a board for it to work. So, but I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, it, 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 if a card like requires a board to be effective, um, and you're playing paladin, so your opponent's going to be killing everything you put down as, as much as they can. So. You know, might might not always work for you. So, so I think four out of five is yes. fair. Um, next up, we got Showdown, a two mana epic spell. Both players summon three 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 outlaws. Give yours rush. Weirdo card. Um, yeah, I gave this one out of five. I don't even know why it's epic. Because epic cards epic always spell? have to be the, the ones that are really weird, and you're like, what? Those are the epic ones. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think it's bad. Like, you're you're like, I, I guess like you're you're both getting three threes, but yours have rush. Like, uh, so you would be playing this because you want to kill something else, but then you're killing your things as you trade into something bigger or trade like I. And then they still just have their three. So the two like, main things this is good with bad. is it's good with prismatic beam because it like fills their board up and makes your prismatic beam a little cheaper. And then like also, like you won't even have to trade your three threes in because the prismatic beam kills all the three threes. And it's also not saying this is good enough, but a combo that can exist is showdown and deputization aura. And then you you keep trading in your leftmost one and you heal for it's like an eighteen heal combo. Oh yeah, I I didn't even fathom the cards that are literally <laughs> left and right of this. I think once I think one star is a little harsh now, especially with the prismatic beam. Like you just show down and then it's just bop, 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 and then and free then you, prismatic beam. And even if they don't have any, yeah. out, even if you just you just like are able to have enough mana to like like always play a showdown with a beam, then it's still you're making three three threes. Right, and that's only six mana if they have nothing. So yeah, I think I think showdown. We'll have to see though, because right. it does give your opponent uh, stuff. Giving your opponent stuff is always not good. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like you never play this unless you're trying to synergize it with like the aura or prismatic beam. Yes. 
Um, and then our final paladin card. It is a three mana three four undead beast. It's uh, legendary, and it's called you Spirit of the Badlands. We were talking about showdown. Oh yeah, we were we were talking about it. So I just thought, yeah, okay. Uh, Prismatic Beam is our second to last Paladin card. It's a seven mana common spell. Deal three damage to all enemies, and it costs one less for five each stars, enemy. Five stars. Five stars. What did I give it? I gave it really four good. out of five. Yeah, um, especially with showdown, like showdown. Uh, Actually, those two cards work really well together. So, so yeah, it's a our final card, card is yeah. Spirit of the Badlands, three M three four legendary undead beast battle cry. If your deck has no duplicate duplicates, get a permanent mirage. And the permanent mirage basically is a card in your hand that every turn transforms into a copy of a random creature in your deck. And then if you ever play the mirage, uh, it's like it's um. It's Sister Svana's thing. Like, you play it, and then you get an, the, mirage, the Mirage just goes back in your hand, you know? So it's never going to go away, even if you play yeah. the minion that it turns into. Um, what did you give this? I gave it 5 out of 5. And I think it works really well with the rest of the cards coming out for Paladin. Because the Mirage itself is going to take up a spot in your hand. Um, so... So I, I feel like, yeah, that, that works really well with the strategy of, like, keeping your hand pretty full for the other stuff. And, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, infinite value, so I think it's worthy of five stars. Yeah, I give it four stars. It's a good card, decent stats for a three drop, and gives you, like, consistent value for the rest of the game by giving you a card that, like, hey, maybe I want to put that guy in my deck or that guy in my deck. But... I don't know. Four stars because I don't think it's, like, the nuts. Like, I don't think, like, if we're comparing it to something like Sister Svolna, like, I don't, like, Sister Svolna, it's not worthy of five stars. I don't know. And that's, like, the thing I can most likely, but, it, but it's cheaper. I don't know. I don't think that a Mirage that transforms into a random dude in my deck every turn that I can, like, play if I don't want to play some of my other stuff. I think it's really good, but I don't think it's... I don't I don't personally find it worthy of five stars. I give it four stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair. That's, that's fair. So, that's um, it. And then, we, so yeah. the classes we have to that's talk it. about are still our Rogue, Shaman, Warlock and Warrior. Those are the four remaining classes where Rogue is an Excavate class, yeah. Shaman is a Highlander class, Warlock is an Excavate class, and Warrior is an Excavate class. So we'll hopefully do another episode if we feel like it, guys. Yes. Yeah, we only got three days, so uh, hopefully we'll get this one to you guys either tonight, which is the 11th, nah, or you'll be getting it maybe on the 12th. tomorrow. Be <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, uh, hopefully we can cover the rest of the classes uh, in between the, the two days that we have. Um, we'll try our best, but other than that, thank you, uh, as always, for joining us tonight for Matchup Mashup. And, uh, yeah, we'll Farewell see you next time. <laughs>